Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Ted In Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist, high-performance coach, and I love my job. I've been doing it for 15 years, almost 16 years, and what I do is I help people move past those things that would stop them or keep them from health, happiness, and success. Things such as stuff that happened in the past that wasn't so good. Things like beliefs, like I'm not good enough or I can't do that. Things like past trauma, things like bad habits, smoking, nail chewing. I work with all of that kind of stuff. And if you are held back by any of these things, you don't need to stay stuck on that path. I'll tell you how to get in touch with me at the end of the podcast, but for now... Let's get into today's show, which is, you get to get old. So as an instructor at the Hypnosis Motivation Institute, which is the uh, nation's first accredited college of hypnotherapy, of which I graduated from, and at which I am an instructor, they do a lot of filming there, okay? They actually have a, uh, a hypnosis TV it's called, uh, I think it's called Hypnosis TV, Hypnosis TV, 24-7 hypnotherapy television. So they do a lot of filming to provide content for this. They film the American Hypnosis Association uh, conferences. They film a couple of shows that they have there at uh, the HMI. But what they also uh, film is live uh, hypnotherapy sessions in front of a class. These are called case uh, case histories. So typically it's a, a hypnotherapist such as myself working with a client um, for six sessions in front of the class and then being filmed and then they put that on the, on the hypnosis TV. And you can watch hypnosis TV at hypnosis.edu if you're interested. But anyway, here's the point. Uh, if you've never had the opportunity to see yourself in glorious color on high-res video, it definitely takes some getting used to. I rarely see myself from any other vantage point other than the mirror. So when I started seeing myself on Hypnosis TV, the first thing I noticed was the size of my nose. I mean, holy cow, is it really that big? And what also surprised me was the amount of wrinkles and gray hair that I had. And oh my God, are those really my hands? I even noticed some kind of puffiness around my jawline. So I made a few decisions to stop eating so many carbs and sugar and get more exercise and uh, use more facial moisturizer. It's, that's our secret, okay? But other than that, what can you do? You get old, right? So interestingly enough, the very next day that I noticed this, I had a young client in my office. He's 26 years old. And he expressed to me his reservations and fear about getting old. 
Of course, I had to smile inside, as maybe you are doing now if you're over 50. So I looked at him and I told him, look, if you're lucky, you'll get old. You get to get old, okay? Let's be very clear about that. Growing old is a privilege that's not available to everyone. Many are done too soon, to quote that Neil Diamond song. When informed of someone's youthful passing, we say how sad they had their whole life ahead of them. Yet many of us, when we reach the place of obvious and apparent aging, we're more likely to to quote the words of the poet Jagger. What a drag it is getting old, right? Uh, Years ago, I saw my father. um, He had just come home from the hospital after major heart surgery. He was sitting on the edge of his bed, and he was shaking his head, and he looked at my mom, and he said, we are the oldsters now, he said to my mom. Thought, wow. And so there comes a point, and it's different for everybody. Uh, somewhere in your late 40s, maybe your early 50s, you look in the mirror, and it becomes clear to you you're not a kid anymore. Or you see a photo of yourself 10 years ago, obviously looking much different. What happened? Well, life happened as it should. And the only powerful choice we can make is to accept our ongoing journeys with grace and dignity. I'm talking about being present to all of it and fully embracing the inevitability of the natural course of life. This is what is. And of course, to argue with what is is craziness. So what other choice do we have, really, other than to accept our journey with grace and dignity? Why not celebrate the fact that we have arrived at a chapter of seniority in our story and commit or recommit to living life fully and passionately each and every day? After all, there is no guarantee of tomorrow, ever. To be clear, I'm in no way suggesting that we embrace slowing down or that we give up activities that we love or to be resigned in the face of our mortality. Aging is challenging. That's a fact. Aches and pains, necessary surgeries, gaining weight, less energy, friends and family members pass away. We lose things in the process of aging, most obviously youth, which is a very precious commodity in our culture. So how can we celebrate the loss of these things that have become so vital to our lives? Well, I I think the key is to step back and see what we have gained, which is a life, right? Hopefully we've gained love, experiences both good and bad. Hopefully we've gained wisdom and a perspective gained only from walking the walk through the up and down, thick and thin, rain or snow. I look at my life. I have two kids. They're in their teenage years. I've been married for... 15, 16 years, and I'm like, wow, what happened? I mean, I got, I have this thing now. You know, it's a life. This is my life, and it's a pretty good life. Um, And when you think about what people go through to stay connected to life, um, well, life seems to get more precious when it might not last as long as you thought. One time I volunteered at a senior facility. It was like a senior rest home. 
And I was reading the newspaper for a woman. She was 80-something, and she really had no practical use of her body. So she, she couldn't even raise a, a, a glass of water to her lips. So trapped in her useless body was an incredibly sharp mind. She had been an educator uh, with a master's degree. Her family was back east and rarely visited, so she really looked forward to our time together. We would talk a lot, and I'd read the paper to her. And one time I asked her, I said, would you rather not be alive? This is after I'd gotten to know her, and I just, I was so curious. And she said, I like being alive. In spite of it all, I can still hear the birds and listen to music. I can see the sunlight and trees through the window. I want to live. I don't know if I would have the same attitude if I was in her position. I don't know if I would be able to celebrate aging if I was chronically sick or in constant pain or sorrow or, or, or depression or hopelessness. Um, but for the grace of God, I'm not, and chances are neither are you. And if you are, maybe that could change. I mean, I have to believe that there is room for hope. I think we have to believe that there's room for hope, the hope of a greater ability to endure the hard times with peace, grace, and dignity, along with the hope of continuing exploration, growth, and joy. And I wish this for you, and I wish it for me. The idea that we get to get old. That's a good perspective to have. I don't know if it's the truth or not, but it's a good place to stand in. I get to get old. I get to enjoy more life. I get to experience more, see more. I get to grow in maturity and wisdom. It's a wonderful thing. If you can live your life in that way with a sense of gratitude, then, then you're doing all right. Don't think for a moment that I invalidate those that suffer to the point of wanting to take their own lives. Um, I can't say I know exactly what that's like. I don't take anything away from anybody who feels that taking their own life is less painful than living. All I can do is have compassion for those people. Me, I'm glad I've made it this far, 59 years. At least for today, I get to get old. And there you go. That is today's 10-Minute TED In Your Head podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you want to get in touch with me and tell me how much you enjoy my podcast, that would be great. I'd love to hear that. You can give me good reviews on iTunes or Stitcher. You can follow me on Stitcher. Um, you can uh, touch base with me through social media. And if you want to get in touch with me uh, because you feel that we could work together to help you move past things that are stopping you from health, happiness, and success, then go to tedmoreno.com, click on the contact menu, and you can get in touch with me that way. And remember, even though I'm in Southern California, I can work with clients anywhere through phone and Skype. So in closing, let me leave you with a quote by Rainer Maria Rilke, who said, you are not too old. And it is not too late to dive into your increasing depths where life calmly gives out its own secret. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. Bye. 
Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted in Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.